I see. Hang on to your hats. It's Jubilee. This is it, men. One of the grooviest groups that ever galloped through the gut bucket, the barrel house, the boogie-woogie, and the blues. Yes, we're heading for a jazz bash with the hep citizens who were there when the old town got hot and St. Louis got blue. And backing up the team on the tempo side is that man from hep quarters, Earl Father Hines and his orchestra. In addition, and just for fun, there's that solid Joe from Radio Row, Gary Moore, the Lumel Morgan trio, and many, many others. And to lay the lowdown on you... Well, we give you the walking warning against inflation. And here he is, bigger than life, Ernie Bubbles Whitman. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Men, we're packing a satchel full of hot tonight. Yes, sirree, your hot horn host is like to rule. So sit right back and we'll burn your tools. The first cat out of the bag is Earl Father Hines and his orchestra. What's the first dish on your menu tonight, Father? I know that you know. I didn't know, but I know now. Cook it on the front burner, man. Cook it.
had just about busted the boiler. What we need now is a musical massage and straight from the steam room, we bring you a beanie team. It's not a dream, it's a Lou Malmorgan trio. It's a great pleasure to be here, Ernie, and we'd like to play something for Private Johnny Jones and Hot Hut 118 of APO 980. Oh, you can play it for me too, Lou Mel. I'm strictly a sucker for your arrangements. What's it called? Mop, mop. What, what? Mop, mop. Mop, mop? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, well, Lumel, Lumel, ring. Ring it out. to that one. And now we all set to stash away a tasty little dish of melody. A frail with a whale of a whale from way out where the blues begins. It's your favorite and mine, Betty Roche.
We're not the one to have fun. Go ahead, wibble boo. Kind of like a dry fly with a mouthful of sponge cake. <laughs> now, while the Hines is here with another slice of solid that is root, boot, and zoot, it's his own brand of jump dedicated to the oldest man in the band. Here it is, Scoops Carry Mary.
thank you. Well, at this point in our Jubilee Jam Bake, spelled Elabooge with the accent on the last syllabooge, we bring you once more those hypothyramated purveyors of plain, fancy, striped, and checkered boots, the Lou Malmorgan Trio. Time we have a date, but I love it. Yes, I love it. I'm gonna walk right up to her gate and see if I can get it straight, cause I want it. I'm gonna ask her Baby Is you, is a, is you ain't my baby The way you acting lately makes me doubt Do, 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 do You know you is still my baby, baby Sees my flame in your heart Then gone out, gone out A woman is a creature who has always been strange when you think you're sure of her, you find she's gone and made a change. Is you, is her, is you ain't my baby. Maybe baby's found somebody new. Is my baby still my baby true? Thank you, thank you, Lou Bell Morgan Trio. Oh, boy, that really sinners. Now send a jeep and get me back, because if my big fat eyes don't deceive me, I'm popping my glimpse at our special guest of the evening, that maestro of mirth, the lad who was born with a golden tongue and talked a 14 carat speak ever since, and here, right behind his mouth, is Gary Moore. Thank you very much, friends. Thank you, Ernie. And hiya, Gates. I'm glad to be with you. Or as we say in this neighborhood, zoot, voot, boot, and um, 23 skidoo. <laughs> oh, boy, that's murderous. Oh, but, I'm happy, ain't I? But tell me something, Gary. Uh? Are you one of the killers from Amarillo, or are you one of the squares from Delaware? 
I'm one of the pills from Beverly Hills. Ah, uh, Gary, I'm afraid you don't dig me. What I want to know is, how do you feel about jazz? Oh, that Ernie, I'm a personal friend of all the great jazz men. Oh, you are? Oh, sure. Carmen Lombardo. <laughs> Wayne King, sure. All that hat stuff. In fact... Thank you. I used to have a band of my own. You've uh, you've heard of Leap and Lurch with Emery Dirch. Oh yes, I've heard of that. You've um, you've heard of Drip and Drooper with Gene Cooper. Yes, I've heard of that too. And I, I know you must have heard of Blow Your Beanie with Toscanini. <laughs> oh certainly. But what's the name of your band? Snooze and Snore with Gary Moore. <laughs> Quite a thing, Jack. That that was the sweetest music this side of the glue factory. Oh my. I God. used to I used to play the trombone too. You know. Well, why did you pick the trombone? <laughs> When I picked the trombone, I tell you, I had a had a little needle stuck on the end of the trombone slide, see? Yeah. That's in case when times got tough, I could always get a job picking up paper in Central Park. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to play the bass tuba when I was a kid, but, gee, then I then I found out it was too dangerous. What's dangerous about playing a bass tuba? Well, you know, with a horn that size, there's a terrific draft that blows through there. So one day, I wasn't watching myself. I sat too close to the mouthpiece and got sucked in. <laughs> Terrible. I was in sad shape. You know, I, I lived down inside that base tuba for three years. <laughs> How come you didn't starve to death? Yeah, well, I would have, except I lived off the corn that I'd blown down in there previous. <laughs> oh, doesn't even make much sense to me. <laughs> now, I see. Yeah? Well, making out like I believe this story so far, how did you ever get out of the tuba? Well, after three years, my parents got tired of waiting for me to come out of there, so they finally sold the tuba to a man who used to like to march in Elks Parade. Uh-huh. Well, sir, one day he was marching in this parade, carrying the tuba, you see, yeah. when a big gust of wind hit him. Well, sir, the wind spun that tuba around, and before the man could let go, it had screwed him four feet into the ground. <laughs> Terrible thing. So, you yes. see, now I was in trouble. Yes, I was yes. not only inside a tuba, but the tuba was under the ground. Boy, that's a mess, isn't it? Oh, definitely. But at that time, I had a little little mole on my right shoulder, yes, you see? Yes, yes, Well, there I was, sitting under the ground, when another little mole came crawling along. It's possible. <laughs> another little mole came crawling along, and he fell in love with the mole on my shoulder. And inside of... Inside of three... <laughs> you took a smash... Inside of three weeks, those two moles had 18 children, and their children dug us out of the ground. That's, that's really some story, no? That's right. That's really some story. No. I thought you'd like it, Ernie, but the way I figure it, you see, you got enough jazz on this show for tonight, so instead of jazz, I'd like to sing you a sentimental ballad. How about a sweet version of Moonlight and Rose? I could stand it if you could, Maestro. Music for the man. Thank you. My darling, moonlight and roses. That's what I see when I think of you. I shall never forget the night we met, my love. I was sitting in a nightclub. My fingers were cold and I dropped my napkin. I leaned under the table to pick it up. And there you were, my son. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, darling, there you were. First you caught your eye at me. Then I caught my eye at you. 
For one thrilling moment, we were cockeyed together. <laughs> oh, no one knew, no one knew how long you'd been there, darling. Your only means of identification was a campaign button reading Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. <laughs> oh, but I didn't care from whence you came, for I took your little hand in mine. I shall never forget how it felt to hold your little fingers. Like milking a seal. And then it was, my darling, then it was, I noticed your complexion. Oh, and what a complexion. Just like a peach. So yellow and wet. <laughs> but I drew you to my breast, my darling. I drew you to my breast and I looked into your eyes. Especially the blue one. <laughs> the brown one, as I recall, was closed for the duration. But I looked into your eyes and I said to you, smile, my darling, smile at me, my sweet. And you parted your lips, oh, those lovely lips, like... <laughs> you parted your lips, those lovely lips, like twin inner tubes deflated. <laughs> and right behind those lovely lips, you had teeth like a sparkling beverage. One down and seven up. <laughs> and I spoke to you, my angel. I spoke to you, my voice, just reeking with love. Emotion and beer. <laughs> I said, Mary Lou, will you marry me? And you said no. So I left you have one right in the chops. How <laughs> oh, he could have been so happy, my darling. You crouched there under the table as the band played Margie, and I kicked you on the offbeat, eight to the bar. <laughs> yes, we could have been happy, but then it happened. We were hiking through the country. We came to a railroad track and took such great delight in walking along it, skipping from one tie to the next like a couple of kids. There must have been a strong wind or we would have heard the warning whistle. We didn't, though, so lost were we in each other's love. Suddenly I heard the awful sound of the steel upon the steel. I turned and I saw, oh, horrible sight, the evening mail coming toward us like a thing alive. It's a train, Mary Lou, I screamed. Jump, I got it, jump! Mary Lou, look out! Jubilee very, very soon. Yes, sir, but there's nothing that can patch me up quicker than some tempting temple by those hokin' suit salesmen, Earl Hines and his orchestra. Get help with your gut bucket brigade as you switch on the sweet heat. It's not my idea, Gates. It's the father's idea. <laughs>
about millionaire Heinz and Min. Were we all boiled over and shaking like a jelly mold on a high wire? So let's sim it off and put the lid on this pot full of jumping jam. But before we let down the hatch, we want you to synchronize your chronometer to the Jubilee Temple because we'll be back next week with more saffron for your swivel box. Until then, this is Ernie. I can take it on the chin, but which one should I take it on? Whitman, saying from the bottom of my big fat heart, so long and good luck. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.